like to greet you this morning in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. I hear you keep quiet when we greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there was a place where I greeted the people and I greeted them in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and they just kept quiet. And I asked them, why did you keep quiet? Why did you not respond when I greeted you in the name of our Lord? And then one little child put up her hand and said, Sir, you know, you just said we greet you in the name of the Lord. Now there are many lords in this world, many kings. Now which one are you talking about? Because I can't just reply to any one of them. That's why I'm saying this morning, I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you are well. We thank the Lord that he's once again kept us and that we can gather this morning for this this service. We thank the Lord for everyone that of you that has come and we also pray that God might keep each and everyone that's still on the way coming here. And so we are so thankful and appreciated that of all the older people, our parents that have come to be with us, because it's a Sunday service, it's also open to them, and we'd like to welcome you all, all the parents. Now, just before we pray, just a few announcements. We have made a few announcements already, but because people have arrived yesterday evening, we'd like just to repeat them. So from tomorrow, the morning service will be at 10, then at 3 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the evening. So we ask, and there's a request, 
that if the service starts at 10, be here half an hour before the time, and the next service like that. Safu ndi suguti ukufika ele nkonzweni, iti maifiki ngelosi yako ikufiki ukona. Maufika leitu ufiki ngelosi sifiki ya ziadlula, ungasasitoli sbusi. Now it's interesting, when we grew up, we were told as children, just to inspire us that go to the service, because you've got an angel. And when you, when, when, when you are late, he waits for you. And when he sees you're not coming, he leaves you behind. In other words, make sure you are here on time. Lagu kuniswa koni mpata kufuluwe kseni umalika mengi horalistan kwa half past five kuzi kubo eight. So in the mornings, for those that need clothes, the rooms are opened at half past five to eight o'clock that you are able to go to your suitcases and take what you want. So after the, serv- after the services, there will be a time of about half an hour, 30 minutes for you to go to your suitcases, take out what you need so that you maybe need a warmer jacket or so for that for the next uh, few hours. So let's try our best. Important if I've if we are asked to be somewhere that we are on time. Manja and so we request this white tent especially put up for the girls that they eat there. So boys, that's not your place to be found. It's like in the tunnel. It's not your place because the girls go through there. And so this place is we've leave open especially for the girls to go up and down and through the tunnel. You young men, you've got your place. You know where you are and then stay in your area. And so for the young men, you've got your blue and white tent. That's yours. Use it. Go to get your food there. But play, stay in that area where you sleep and where you eat. And so also for, the, for people going in and out through the tunnel, please don't stand in the tunnel. The cars need to go through. Let, let's respect the cars that there will be an easy flow and nobody gets hurt. And so I like young people. I love them because when they hear something, they stick to it and they're obedient. See, see, yes, I show food to go to get a little goody. 
Sigacho lagali sesi uvanzi, sesi tuwele mzini lai ngapagati. Se use ndawo nilawo ngafanelu kubako. Siapinda siagusho loko. Indawo, esifunyelu kubesibek zona. Bafane ndawo niyaba, mantu mazani, maise nzansa se ndawo niyaba. Hai sport field, hai mzini abantu, hai maraundini, hai endawo nzokusebe nzela. Umunge na imfumyo kubako. So, let's show respect. Let's honor others. If you are here visiting this week, boys, you know where you stay, stay there. The girls know where they are, stay there. Don't be found in a place that you shouldn't be amongst the buildings, other places, workplaces, whatever it is. Just for this time, stay out of it. And the other thing is, it's so important you're not allowed to take a photo or photos of people you haven't asked. You need the request of the next person. Please so when some went to the reverend's house found some of the grandchildren and they started taking photos or videos in actual fact you're not allowed the law doesn't allow you to do that it's an act and so please let's not do it without prior request no, the grandchildren of Reverend Stegan are free and they're so happy if you come. But ask. Ask any older person or older person of the mission, please can I do such and such a thing? And so, yeah, in the auditorium, as you said, you're not allowed to charge your cell phones here. So at a supermarket out here, at the entrance, the, the young people are allowed to buy up to half past two, and then we close it for all the young people. And also very important sleeping times. I don't know that these days I just experienced how the technology of the cell phone has improved so much. In the evening when I set the alarm on my cell phone just to remind me when to wake up, it was interesting to see the cell phone already has worked out how many hours I'll be sleeping. And it was a cell phone which reminded me and said, Sir, 
if you want proper sleep, the sleep you need, then you've got to sleep at this time, which I won't tell you what the time was, and wake up at that time. And then you'll be living a good life, a healthy life. I want to tell you what and then I said, no, 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 no. It, for me, it's, it's going to be too early and waking up too late. Slow sleeping times is to be, be able to sleep at 10 o'clock when the lights have to be switched off. And so, but exempt are those that are in the auditorium where they're sitting, waiting to see a counselor able to make right their lives. And so, even when you then do come late and the others are sleeping, just respect them. Just be quiet so that you don't disturb them also. And so where the um, airstrip starts, there's a retaining wall. It's very dangerous to try and walk on that because these days a child fell. And we don't know what the child was really doing there. So keep away from that wall, please. And so don't draw close to it. Even if you are playing something, just stay away from that wall because it's high. And so the house of the Lord has to be kept clean. We request that before you leave, look around you. If there's something lying around, piece of paper, what it is, pick it up. Or if you go out, there's a piece of paper, pick it up. Let's just hold this place and keep it clean. Because everything we, are, we have here at home was given to us by God through His grace. There are uh, drums outside, especially for, for dirt to be thrown into. But it's, you know what, it breaks our heart. If we cook for you, we do everything. We pay for the food, you eat, but you don't finish the food, and you throw it into these uh, bins. Mm. And 
umuntu ungenasi isiqiniseko sayo ungakaze mhlambu yile musufuna ukuyitraya ukuyiphaka ngokuningi kanti izokuhlula bese uyachitha ukudla kukhokhelwe kunabaningi abafisa ngabe banakho wena ukufaka rubbish bin and so if you come to take your fetch your food please the people working there they know english they can some of them can speak even very good zulu ask them don't put too much on i can't eat all that it's not wrong to do it but it's wrong if you don't say anything and you know you're not going to finish it and then you throw it away there are so many people in this world today that have not got enough food don't do something which you don't do at home I don't know what type of person that is. I don't know where that type of person comes from. If they get a, a, a slice of bread, they only eat the inside and leave the crust. I don't know where such a person even comes from. Young people. There are many people that wake up early in the morning to bake the bread for you. They put their all into it. And then you, especially the, the, the sisters, that they take this bread and then they only choose what they want. The rest they throw away. And so the young girls have got a problem with bread and the boys have got a problem with porridge. And so I say this on purpose. Wherever you eat, wherever you find yourself eating, maybe in a shade, you sit in that shade and you eat your food. Make sure that place is clean because tomorrow... You want to come and sit under that tree again or that in that shade. And you won't sit there if it's dirty. And so there are those that have got the habit, wherever they sit, they turn around the plate and throw the food just there and then. Although there's a drum close by, it's not good to uh, throw away the food, but at least keep the place clean. And so when you're showering, we've got hot water. We've got good hot warm water. We've got lots of water, but respect it. Respect and allow others also to get some of it. You know, there are others that want, by all means, to have such water at home, but they cannot. It's impossible. But when they get here, they misuse it. You know, at home, you wake up, you wash. And maybe, maybe you'll wash when you go to sleep. But 
tell me, when you have come here, how many times haven't you already washed yourself in one day? You see that we're wasting? Another problem is, especially the boys, they play with the switches, electrical switches, you know, for the lights, it's on and off all the time. At home you don't do it, you're not allowed to, but when you come here, you do it. And here, you know, our floors are polished. And others with their shoes, they go and slide on the floor. Something that you are not allowed to do even at home. The Bible says clearly, do unto others as you want them to do unto you. I hope you understand. So we have to repeat some of these announcements as I said. Some are still coming this afternoon. Let's close our eyes and pray. This morning, our Heavenly Father, we bow before Thee. We thank You for the grace and the privilege that you've given us. Lord, we thank you that once again you've woken up this morning, us this morning being a Sunday, and that we can gather in your house. And so we pray, Lord, as we are gathered together, that you would be with us. And we pray, Lord, that that which you have prepared for us, may our hearts be ready to receive it. And Lord, wherever your people are gathered across this world, we pray that you would be together with them and bless them in your name. And also here with us, please don't pass us by, but be with us. This we ask in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So we've got two friends here this morning with us. It's uh, the Reverend Tombeni and Reverend Golden. Gona. Golden. Golge. Golden. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, but we welcome you. And you feel at home. Nyazige Wutumau Vashelum Fundisi, Fundisige Gubegutle, Uguti Abingale. As you know, usually when we are visited by God's servants, we ask them to greet us. Manjasias Wutige, Tinalaika, Potelia Pegal Vutue, 
so, just to know us a little bit more, we, we allow whoever wants to come to visit us, if he, is he, if he is also a preacher, we allow them. Even if they, 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 they prepare the food in their way, we're not scared that he comes and then he's going to rob us of our sheep. It's got nothing to do with that. We want to hear God's word. So you can it can come from anywhere. But one thing will hold us together and keep us together. It's this cross. If we all find ourselves by this cross. But if we are not prepared to meet at the cross of Christ, forget it. We will never be able to be one. So we'll ask uh, Reverend Tom Bini to please come forward and share with us what's on your heart. I greet you all in the name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So, but uh, I actually speak in Debele, in where I come from, but I trust that you'll also understand some words from in Debele, but I'll try and speak Zulu, and I think. Maluma will understand. At last time, says Kamba Mfundisi, Ukumalung Kamba Nai, Watiena, Gunevala Elitugu Peba, Kusuzululi Tusa. He says, yes, sometimes it is a problem because uh, if, you, if a person speaks a certain language or Zulu, sometimes you are. Uguti Ugu Peba. Or you may be some. I got in. Right. If so, you make a mistake, which anybody can make a mistake, it's not a problem. So, nizo tetele lage uma singa kuluma elinibala elingani galizuisisegi kusizulu ngulungulu uzo si zuguti lizuisisegulogo engzagucho. So you must understand. Uh, if you come from a different country, speak a different language, and you make a mistake, maybe. Here and there, just understand it because God understands what I'm saying. All right, siat ugufuta, ugufuta beskulma ugufuta kumlilo wevangeli sasesfaga leli esili kulumle katige kusisulugaleko la but ugufuta umlilo ngale sicholele esili kulumle. So is not quite the same. But I, what I was saying, that the fire of God will burn in our hearts. 
konge esinga kukuluma ogutle kumbela pesinga pambanisa kona ngolimi lukukuluma kodwa esifunu kukucho yukuti malibongwe igamalengos yes although maybe our languages are different we make a maybe a mistake with the word but one thing is sure we speak about the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Just two seconds, two, two minutes or one minute and a half. Umtlabelele anklabelele ikulo eliti malibongwe ingilosi malibongwe ngabantu. Something like that. Ikona ikulo elichonjalo. Ngalizwa lichachelo alapa. So uh, I'd like you, or would you like you them to sing? Yes. Wetele uti nikula ikulo uguti. That the people thank me and that God thanks me. Is Maris here? We thank the Lord. For those that don't know me yet. You know what drew me, drew me to this place? It's the revival of our Lord Jesus Christ. I was drawn by the revival that started in 1966. I wasn't preached to. And that people told me it was his advantage of revival. But for three weeks, I was in prayer. And I was praying, lying down on my carpet, and praying to the Lord. And I said, I prayed, oh God, where is there a revival? A revival like in the church of old. Lord, and I prayed, Lord, is it possible that in Zimbabwe we can have revival as we had in the early church? But after three weeks, God never sent that revival as I thought it would happen. 
But he, ta- he helped me that I found something on YouTube. Waveza kuri Reverend Stigin ekhazi ukuthi mvuselelo yehla kanjani ngo 1966. And then I found the preaching of Reverend Stigin when Stigin when God comes down and he explained how God came down in revival. Watesa chaza njenge voice nje eliyehlileyo. And it's when he was speaking about that voice that he heard and how the revival came down. Esakhuluma ngezinwele zami zihamba hamba phezulu. And when they experienced that that and how his, his hair was even moved. And then I felt God's spirit come down. And God said to me, that's the revival you need. And beca- to make a, 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 a long story short. passport. But then God did in a miracle that I got a passport. Because I had no money to get a passport. But God created, he gave me money to get a passport. And the money came, God provided. And then I saw myself arriving here at the mission. When I got into that gate, I felt a pure Holy Spirit. I felt as if I was entering heaven. And all my sins suddenly were before me. And then, then I felt, yes, you're a preacher, but you're not perfect before me. So then I met with some other Christians here, and I started to confess my sin. Nobody told me to do it. You know, I didn't, wasn't at peace. There was a strife within me till I confessed my sins and I was free. But when I spoke to the reverend I spoke to, and after I had finished talking and expressing myself and he had prayed, and then I felt something happening within me. You know, and then I felt a fire of God starting to be kindled. And I saw the heaven open. And I knew that if I died today, I would enter heaven. And that's why I'm here. It's because of the revival. Three weeks ago, but three weeks ago, I had been here. And I said, first of July, I'll come back with visitors. And with people from the government of Zimbabwe. But I want to thank God. I was so happy that the, the leadership of the revival here at the mission, they wrote a letter to the Zimbabwean government. And they, 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 they were true and they weren't afraid to do it. But I think God wants to show me that the revival that has come through Reverend Stegan, how much power lies in it. 
umnyaka uma ukalisa sifaka izimali ngama department so i program le ibuye emergency so ifunisika the city silungiselele ama finances and then so i got the reply from government saying listen it can't just happen overnight we have to prepare finances prepare all the paperwork and it takes some time to do all that ngangena ku fasting and i fasted and I prayed and I said, Oh, the God of Reverend Stegen of this revival. If he's the, 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 the truth, if he's a servant of the truth, and that God by his grace would carry the government officials from Zimbabwe to come to South Africa. They don't mustn't go with the bus, they can fly. And then one week left before the, the first of July came. And I felt that the spirit of revival told me they're gonna come. Last Sunday. Last Sunday. I was preaching at another place. And I told them there in Zimbabwe and I preached about how God showed me this revival. Yes, that, and also why I came to this place. But I didn't know that God had already spoken to a certain man in that church, in that congregation. After service, After the service, he phones me. And he said, Reverend, where are you? I need you. He said, I am here. And he said, please, please, can I see you? And I thought, well, maybe it's them that want revival. But no, he was only sent. And then he, God used him to draw somebody to come here to the, to the mission. And I, he said, you know what, I feel in my heart, I should bring you into contact with somebody else. Why you and I said, what, why do you speak to me like this? And I felt, no, I must, you must meet this person. And you found that other person. And the person he called didn't answer. But young people, I want to show you, explain to you the power of the gospel. You know the revival that came down in 1966 is not only about preaching. It's also in all the miracles and other spheres of life where you find it. You know, you mustn't only think you see the power of the revival when you only preach from the pulpit. But if, you know, if we start confessing our sins, you'll find your life, something in your life will start flowing and moving. And then the Lord reveals himself before you. What's happening? And then he does his miracles and he reveals himself to you of what's happening. So the next day I met up with this person. 
and he said no 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 you can fly but I'll go by bus he said then you know what I'll pay for all the plane tickets for these people you know what I couldn't speak. I was stunned. And then God said to me, why do you react like that? Didn't you ask me to show you that the true God is the God of Reverend Stegan of this revival? And now I'm answering your prayer. I'm doing what you've asked you, you to do. Don't you see it? Can't you accept it? You know, then he started, this person talking to me, said, well, you know, he started speaking of so many things which I didn't ask him of. And he never said, and you know, he said, well, you know, if the revival will come in Zimbabwe, you will have to help there. You've got to be there. And he said, what? Is it, is, it seems and then you have to uh, prepare and organize all the accommodation if people come from here to the, uh, to, from the mission to Zimbabwe. You know, and then he said out of his own, you know what, if those people come from the mission, I want to show them our beautiful country. I want to show them all the wild animals. You know, he, he answered me without me even asking him. And that person who spoke to me is today at Kwasizabantu. You know, and this person has got everything. He's got logistics, he's got trucks, he's got businesses, and he doesn't really need anything. He's a businessman, umela ama businessman wonke ekuluma lokulumende. He's vice president in Ematebeleland. He's a vice president of the of the business world, so he's a businessman who represents people, the business to the government. And I said, you know, this person isn't a hypocrite. The revival already has touched his heart. And then he even started buying all the groceries for my house. And it's many things which I didn't even ask him to do it. And then God said to him, now you take this reverend and introduce him to the people at, in government in Harare. And then I, or I took him. And I introduced them to the government officials who I said God has sent. And 
And then I said, well, don't be surprised if you see him in South Africa on, on the mission. Then I'm in with him. Because he said he'll pay the plane tickets of the government officials to come here. Then I, when I tried to explain to him, don't disrespect this place. God is here. And it's the same very God who, who, was, who built this first temple, who now again was built, is building his temple here on earth, and he started building it here. It's my first time I even flew from Zimbabwe to here. But although it was the first time, the revival caused me to fly. So I flew from Zimbabwe, uh, Harare to Johannesburg. And so in Johannesburg, I took another plane to Durban. That's not easy. It's a revival. That's only the revival that could do it for me. That is the only thing that could have done it for me. It cost him 15,000 to pay for me to get here. And isn't it the revival that had caused him to say, listen here, I pay for those government officials to come. So, person... Don't take this place lightly. Don't fool around here. You know, another thing which I want to thank for, which I saw here. At Sunday afternoon, and when I was here the last time when I gave my testimony, and then I... I, after that, I told nobody. I didn't mention it. But it, the desire was on my heart just to take the hand of Reverend Stegan. And then after that, that Sunday, and we went to eat in Reverend Stegan's house. And then I, a, a young lady came and he whispered into the ear of Reverend Kubana while we were sitting at table eating. And for me it was clear. God went ahead. He spoke to the Reverend Stegan's children and they felt that this man they should introduce to the Reverend. And then I suddenly I heard Reverend Kumalo say, let's go visit Reverend Stegan. You know what? I came, I didn't say anything, I didn't tell them my request, I just came myself. And friends, for me it was a miracle when they took me and I could greet Reverend Stegan. But Reverend and then it was one of his children that said to Reverend Kumalo, go, 
Take the hand of Reverend Stegan. You know, that was something that I had prayed for. Something that was a desire of my heart. That I could just hold the hand of Reverend Stegan. So I went and I held his hand. And when I went down the steps, and then the, I felt that I, the Lord saying, now you've received a great blessing. And it was for me at the same time when Isaac passed on the blessing to Jacob, it's felt as if I had received that blessing. And you know what the Holy Spirit said to me? That's when you took that hair, the hand of the reverend. It's a blessing that you received. And then I felt the devil won't be able to obstruct me. I don't want to make you just happy. I want to tell you the God of the revival is a fearsome God. Don't you fear God? Don't you respect the, or respect this place? I was so thankful when I came with my brother here and I had told nothing about airport. And somebody took us to fetch us from the airport. If we, what, let's pray. And then as we had landed, before we got into the car or while in the car, the brother said, let's pray. Watandas. And he prayed. We went to there where we bought some food. After we had finished eating, what, let's pray. he said, let's pray together. And I thought, this man, is, he sees something, experienced something new. So we came here, went inside the house. So there's another reverend. We are food. He takes us. And he says, come, let's pray. Now we go to the room. And then he starts to speak. And he said, you know what, my brother, there's something else in this place. And I said to my heart, you see, the revival has started to work. Yesterday we were shown the mission. And then then we shown everything and then I I knew and I heard that in Zimbabwe we have to, we have to, we've been uh, fake worshippers. Yes. And I, that's what he said, and I saw that was also for me a sign that God's working. So, so as other people from Zimbabwe, I'd like to say this to you. We've bought the tickets. taking him one of the tickets, Doctor Maia, Red so although the tickets were bought, but then we received a message that something has happened in the government departments and it will take some time. So, message, President, 
aba aba umeleleo kukanyu kutukula machanges okutunkulunkulu ufunukuletha amanya ma department lapha ebengazilungisela ngubuya lapha there we got a message that the president was looking for them and certain changes have to be done in the departments and so other people will also come from different departments ngilijelela nilokubazalwani and i tell you this brethren ustabelelo uthi yazisani lokunkulunkulu akwenzayo phakathi kwabaningi and the, the psalmist says acknowledge what god is doing amongst his people maninga kufihla unkulunkulu engenzulutho don't hide god and hide him away or put him aside kumele nikwazi ukuthi unkulunkulu uyenza lokho and re, uh, know this God is doing this. I'm so happy I see Reverend Kumalo here this morning. Ube sithi last time we sithi ena manje kumele sihlele ukuthi abantu bazohlala ngapi uma besiya ezimbabwe kuzohamba njani abafundisi uma besuka lapha. And he said last time you know what we've got a plan ahead. We want to know where the people will go the people from the mission when they get to Zimbabwe where will they stay? Ungesaba imfundisi. I say Reverend don't be afraid. Unkulunkulu khona. God is there. Here's a businessman which God has revived. We didn't ask him. We didn't ask anything from him. God has sent him. That he takes this revival. Help that it treads in Zimbabwe. And that everything will go well. Brethren, may God bless you. Young people, I'm so glad that I can be before you. Eh umbalo uthi kwezeclias kumchumayeli uthi wona eh jabula khumbula umenzi wakho ensukwini zobutsha wakho wena nsizwa. Says, remember in your youth remember that your God Manje ngiyalitshela lawa mazwi batsha And that's why the word that I leave with you young people Ujosefa wanqoba isono endlini ka Potiphar Joseph overcame sin in the house of Potiphar. He was as young as you are. To overcome sin. Prime Minister was That caused them to become prime minister in Egypt. Why? Because he could overcome sin. You can as a young person overcome sin. God will lead and guide you and help you. Even if it's we live in this world. Even if you go back home. And even if your the day your body dies. You'll fly to heaven. Nothing will be able to resist you here. If only if you come and remove yourself out of the life of sin. Ah uh, otherwise Otherwise you'll never be able to fly. But because I came out of sin myself. I'm a testimony that I was able to fly. It's not a miracle. To fly isn't maybe a miracle for you. But for me it's a miracle. Because Because I never thought that possible. I didn't have a budget for that. But because of the revival. That I took that sin and put it on the altar. That's why I'm here today. Thank you very much. And now with a short time. Just five minutes. 
Give me five minutes. Uguti ubaba inkamba nae. That uh, the Baba, uh, the father that I woke up with. Eh, umbigo utingu reverend. It's not a reverend. It's just a brother, but he's a businessman. Omela amalunga ama businessman. He's not a reverend, but he's a brother who represents the business people in Zimbabwe. Manching samnigesa kis katasngani. And so I'll give him a short time that he can speak which is on his heart. You see, this is a miracle. God has started to work. Reverend, uh, your preachers, may God bless you. Work together. Help us in Zimbabwe. Don't sit down. God has uh, stood up. He wants to bring revival in Zimbabwe. So don't take it lightly. The judgment day is coming. Because judgment day is coming. May God bless you. Thank you. I greet you in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. Um, I thank the Almighty God to be here this morning. Uh, what my brother Reverend uh, Andrew was saying is true. We started knowing each other three weeks ago. It was the design and the plan of God. I was 300 kilometers away from Lawayo. Bengise Bangeni elu 300 kilometers I received a call. It was around 3 p.m. And the number which was calling me, I didn't have the number in my phone, in my, um, my call list. And um, he said, when I answered, he said, I'm Pastor um, Andrew Mtombeni. He said, I, if by God's grace I want to see you. And then I said, I'm very busy, but um, I can do that tomorrow, maybe after church service. And after church service, I went home. It was around 1 o'clock. I went home. And I went and I slept. Around 4 o'clock, I checked my phone. I saw there were missed calls. I had to jump off the bed running. 
I found them waiting for me with one of my young brother uh, Joseph. And when I get there, I saw Pastor Andrew. And we said, I don't have the keys for us to open for my office so that we talk in the side office. Let's talk while we're sitting outside. So we sat down and started talking. He started telling me about this place. And I said, by the grace of God, if that is the work of God, I would love to go and see the place. And he said, but we need to go to Harare. And I said, no, I've got a meeting in Harare. So what we need to do, we have to go via Chifu, the same place I was in the previous week. So when we get to Harare, we found the people we were supposed to see, they were not in the office. So we said, no, let's go for lunch. And then when we came back again, they were not yet back in their office. And I said, okay, let's change the plan. Let me do my other meeting with the intention of uh, trying to cover the time. We wanted to come back the same day. So while we were driving, getting to the place where we wanted to have a meeting, they called and said, we are in the office, we are waiting for you. So and then the, we get back there, and then they tell us that, no, we want to go, but we don't have money for the tickets for the plane. And I said, what do you have? Sorry. And I said to them, what do you have? And then we agreed that, okay, I will pay for your tickets. And then the reverend wanted to go come by bus. And I said to him, it won't be nice for me to say you are going by road and then I go by plane. And he said, why can't we drive? And I told, him, I told him, no, driving is expensive and it takes a lot of time. So we booked for the tickets. On the day when we were supposed to get into the plane, we were a bit late, I think by five or ten minutes. 
And then we went back home. They said, no, we can't let you in. And then the following day, we managed to get the plane. The plane delayed by two hours. We were meant to be here on, uh, is it Friday? I think we were meant to be here by Friday, but the plane delayed by two hours. So we end up sleeping in Joburg. When we, the next morning we managed to get, to catch our flight to King Chasa, King Chasa uh, Airport. When we get there, we were welcomed by a gentleman by the name Brother Eric. He was so welcoming. He prayed before we took off. And I said, maybe it was normal. And then we stopped at one of the garage. We wanted to buy water and some, uh, some uh, chips. When we took off again, he prayed again. We came down here. I think we took about one and a half hours to be here. When we get here, he prayed again. And then we were given another um, a brother, but the, I think it's Slongwane, uh, Brother Slongwane. When he took us making rounds, he, he prayed again. I think before that we had Umalume uh, uh, for lunch. When after the lunch, he took, he drove us around, but before we uh, took off, he prayed. So I, I observed something which was so uniform and was very consistent in all what people were doing here. And I realized that there was God here. And the testimonies which I was given by Umalume and the testimonies which were given by Ubaba Utlongwane were the same. What I saw was love, which is the key ingredient of this place, which I've been missing for so many places which I've visited if in the Christian world. I haven't seen much of pretending, but I haven't seen, I've seen much of the real love within the place. 
It's not very easy to look after 1,500 people and then you feed more than 4,000 people every single day. The seed of love which was planted in the beginning, maybe 1966, the seed of love, the seed of sharing is still here. In nineteen I want to refer my talking to a scripture which I want to read from the book of Genesis 126. One twenty-six. And God said, let us make men in our image and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created men in his own image. In the image of God, he created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful. This is very key. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Ngati yoka kenesisi sato sokali sugele vesenga twenty six unkulunkuluati masenze abantu mfaneke sowe tu basfuze babu sepezu gwezintlanzi zolo andle nezinyonze zunezunkomo nomtaba wonke nezilwanya na zonke ezinabuzelayo mtabeni unkulunkuluata la umuntu mfaneke sowa ke wamtala mfaneke soka unkulunkulu Wamtala wesilisa nwesifaza. Unkulunkulu wababusisa. Unkulunkulu wati gubo. Zalani nande. Nikwalise umtlaba. Ni unobe. Nibuse pezu. Kwezi ntlanzi. Zoluanle. Nezinyoni zezulu. Neziluanyana. Ezinuabuzelayo. Emtlabeni. When I was going around yesterday, I see the this vesting at work where there is a lot of work which is happening here, replenishing the fruitfulness of the works of many people who are here, which makes it very possible for us to be welcomed and we've been fed every single day. This scripture has been applied on a daily basis 
we went to the farm, to, to, to the dairy, we went to uh, the houses which are doing a lot of things, and all that is part of the works of God. God gave us a mandate to be fruitful, to be replenishing the earth as we want to eat every single day. Is, I want to thank you for that. Isolo ngesikhathi siyikhonjiswa imishini lamavesi aye agcwaliseka. La uNkulunkulu ethi masande sigcwalisa umhlaba sibuse phezu komhlaba. Umasi ihamba siqalisa khonjiswa edairi sayo khonjiswa emahothouse ukubona umsebenzi owenziwa la lo msebenzi owenziwayo uwenze ukuba thina sonke silasamukelwe mahala sondliwe ngokudla singakhokhingishisenda I want to thank you for having this God and don't move away from the word don't move away from this same God which came in 1966 upon this place ithanda ukuba nginibonge Ngibonge futhi ukuthi simukeleke kulendawo futhi nginxusa ukuba ningasuki ningayishile endawo ningasuki kulonkulunkulu owafika wehla ngo1966 Your love is so amazing the love of the people of this place is so amazing I want to welcome you to Zimbabwe when you come whenever time allows we are there for you to also welcoming you Eh siyabonga ngothandolweni uthandolweni liyamangalisa futhi ngithanda ukuba nginamkele ezweni lakithi ezimbabwe ngiyathanda ukuthi ngaleso sikhathi uNkulunkulu ayo sihlela lapho senifika ezimbabwe ngikwazi ukuba nginamkele ezweni lakithi May the good Lord bless you richly till another day we come to Zimbabwe we need to share a lot about the word, a lot about the same God which has changed this place, which has the same love. I want to believe these same youth are going also to be exchanging in our country to visit each other for the good of our people, for the good of our country. Kitani kuba ngibonge kakhulu futhi ngifisela ukuba uma ukuhle kuNkulunkulu omuhle osithandayo ukuba ngilila ngasikwazi ukubonana nifike ezweni lakithi nabakithi bakwazi ukuthi bafike ngapha sikwazi ukudlutselana sicobelelane ngalo uNkulunkulu omuhle uNkulunkulu othando Thank you very much God bless Siyabonga kakhulu uNkulunkulu anibusisa Siyabonga kakhulu kakhulu Thank you very much brother Golden you know, these testimonies really touch one's heart. And may God be with you and grant you that revival that you desire for Zimbabwe. And you and we who are from the mission, may our roots go deep and there that those roots hold us if we are shaken, that we won't be ripped out and taken and swept along, but that our roots are grounded in God's word. Galama 
Wekmele ukuthi kuba amazwe aqhunga isibini ukuthi lo nkulunkulu wasendulo kusenguye na namhlanje And you know if you have maybe started to doubt and you feel yourself uneasy may God help you may God grant grace that you come back to those roots which God has provided for us and that it'll and that'll keep us so i think because we've been sitting a long time let's stand up and sing a song together and after that the choir because the band choir will sing Utando lunga golunga golunga Utando lunga golunga golunga Utando lunga golunga golunga Utando lunga Utando lunga golunga golunga Utando lunga golunga Siabonga <laughs> Gesenge sanda sake nange nangu kosba ke ngakogesi ambabazo unkulunkulu situ nwele unwele unkulunkulu masimbabaze besa stina gengele sizulu ngatola isimanga isimanga sevangeli. The Zulu long song speaks about the amazing gospel that found me and changed my life and how we praise and thank God for His working.
Let us pray once again. We pray, Lord, once again that you will be with us and chase out all wickedness, even the sleepiness. Amen. Amen. 
David If we have surrendered our life to the Lord, how things go from there? If a person is born again, it is really a wonderful thing. Uh, a birth of a child is not something small. And somebody that gives birth has great trouble to do so. Often at birth, even the mother and the child die. Sometimes the mother dies and the child stays alive. It's something wonderful if the child is born, if the child stays alive and the mother stays alive. But when a child is born, that's not the end of the matter. That's only the beginning. It is just the beginning because now this child needs to be washed. It needs to be fed. It needs to be dressed. It must be looked after. That's why. That's why God says, honor your father and mother, that it may go well with you and that you may live long on this earth. To, to have a child and to bring it up is a, is a great matter and you don't know with what great trouble and heartache and dedication your mother brought you up. Now just look at it. When you are born you need to be given food all the time, a day and night. Your mother finds no rest. Day and night she has trouble to look after you. If she wants to go somewhere, she's got to pick you up and carry you with her. And not only that the mother has got to feed you, she's got to wash and clean you because you can't even go to the bathroom yourself. You just do it. Where you do it, you're worse than a, the calf of a, of a beast. You need to be washed. Must be cleaned again. Your napkins need to be changed. When it's a rainy day, it's a trouble to try and get your napkins dry. It really is a tremendous work to look after you. Ubaba wakutingu kutia sebenze, tolimali, 
agonde mshambi akula utingu kuiswa kadokotela vyabizwa kuiswe sipedlela uiswe kute imthwale mkhulu kabi leyo ikhunkulunkulu uthi yazisu ihlononyoko ukuze kube kuhle kuwe nensuku zakho zande emhlabeni now your father's got to go out and work he's got to get money maybe you are sick you've got to be taken to the to the doctor maybe far away that's it's a big job and that's why the lord says honor your father and mother that it may go well with you on this earth tshambuma wakho yathanda ukuthi aye endaweni nayo vakasha kodwa na umthwalo udinga ukuthi agade mhlambu ngena ogula akalale ebusuku ngoba umzimbi uyashisa dinge ukuthi akuphuzisa umuthi now maybe your mother would like to go visiting somewhere but she can't because she's got to look after you you're a burden to her now maybe you are sick you've got a temperature she's got to give you medicine she's got to work day and night just to look after you kodwa nikuzwa ke ngoba nise ingane kodwa uma sendikhulile nyongikhumbula you don't feel it now you think it's nothing because you're still a child but one day when you are grown up then you will remember what i said unkulunkule sezulwini uyababukake ingane ngahloniphumzali uyayiqalekisa afunga unkulunkule athi ke uphumelele ngeke zande nensuku zakho uzosheshufe ngoba uhlulekile ukuba phatha kahle abazali bakho Now God from heaven looks down and he sees and he sees you and he sees those that do not honor their parents and he takes an oath he swears that you will not prosper and your days on earth will not be long Abaninga bafayo bengafika ngo 20 bengakafika ngo 30 bengafika ngo 40 bebula wayini bahluleka ukuhlonipha lo myalo ukuthi yazisa uihlo nonyoko ukuze kube kuhle kuwe Many people die they haven't got to 20 they haven't got to 30 they haven't got to 40 why because they didn't keep that commandment of honoring your father and your mother in very deed now do that even if your father is a drunkard but know this that god says that you must honor him kodwa lokha kusho ukuthi uzohlangana naye entweni engasile nisuke ngile imkhuba ulokho uthi qha noma ethamba uyobulala umuntu ntshontshe inkuku ufaya ukuthi ulaleleke umkhulunkulu kunomuntu that doesn't mean that you must join him in something that is wrong it doesn't mean that if he says you must go and steal chicken so you can't drink with him that you must listen to him then then you must honor god more than your father kusho ukuthi ke uma umutezelwe maqalayo itoho elikhulu kabi in other words if somebody is born that's when the big job only just starts ngezwa namhlanje kuseni ukuthi la imkhunga udlovu kuyatelekwa I heard this morning that there are strikes in Petermaritzburg. There's a German man that opened a factory a shoe factory. Manje abantu bakhona bateleka bathi bafuna 12% kuphuka ikholo. Now they are striking they want 12% increase to their salary. What irandi liyawa? Ayikhi profit. 
now the, the man said that the rand has fallen, there is no profit, he can't give them a 12.5% increase, but they just insisted. So he closed the factory and he's pushed off back to Germany. So they're all sitting without work. And that is maybe the time when you are really hungry, when you haven't got work. That might be the messenger that opens your mind. Go to Mozambique. The people come from Mozambique and say, just give me work. You don't need to pay me. All I want is just enough to eat. And that's where we are going. Now you must teach a person. Some per people think that money you just pick up. And if you see a white man, well, he's just got money. They don't know where he gets it from and how hard he works to get it. Now in the spiritual side, it's exactly the same. When a person is born again, that's when you've got to teach him to say, look, from now on, this is how it goes. Now you can't do that anymore. This is what you've got to do. This is how things work. I would say it's easier to bring a child into the world than to teach him and to let him grow up and to be a, a proper citizen of the, of the country. To make a real man of a person, that's difficult because some people grow up, but they are just uh, criminals, they just kill, they just destroy, they never do anything good. <laughs> It is a, a very big and important thing to make a person into a person that is a, a, a real help, that is a light to the world, is a salt to the earth, and is a real man. That's not easy. Now, 
enye emacini enye okhulini bese kube eyodwa iwela emhlabathini omuhle kusho ukuthi oyedwa phakathi kwaba bantabane kukholwa bani bazinikela bawufo kodwa kulofo abathathu bazophelelezeni kuphumelelo yedwa nje kade sikubona abantu beyinikela beyinikela kodwa bebheda noma beya esikoleni esikholwayo baphume khona lapho abaningi babhede babanye abatholizisa abanye ifebe abanye idakwa akubonakala ukukholwa kwabo uzi ukuthi hawu ingani bebe baningi kangaka manje babili bathathu njabaphilayo kunjalo ke ujesu wathi kunjalo abaningi bayesikogweni the lord jesus said that the kingdom of god is like unto a sower that went out to sow the seed fell on the road the seed fell on the stones the seed fell on the thorns and only the fourth one fell into good ground so out of four people that repent possibly one only will go the right way you see many people repent and even go to a christian school and then afterward you find that they they become fornicators they live in sin they drink and just two or three abanye bazalelwe mzini okholwayo uyakholwa ubabu uyakholwa uyashumayela umama uyakholwa kodwa ingane iphumeceleni njengojosaka hambe ifuze inkomo nelwane zasendle some people are born to christian parents the father is a preacher the mother is a christian and yet the child goes off the road goes its own way usizi lolo and that is a real heartache khona umuntu engimaziyo sengimazi iminyaka eminingi there's a person that i know and i know him for many years I spoke to him and I prayed for him over the telephone and while he's in a in another country. I'm not sure whether it's 27 or 25 years he's lying on his back he can't even turn his head he just lies looking straight up Yabona inhliziyo umthambo ekahle ishaya 72 ka 72 ngeminithi Now the normal heart beat is about 72 beats a minute Inhliziyo yakhe ishaya ka 4 ngeminithi But his heart only beats 4 times every minute usizi lodwa uma ngikhuluma naye ngikhuluma ngedwa akakwazi ukusabela uyangizwa uma ngithandaza uzwe umthandazo kodwa akakwazi ukuphendula now this is a real real heartache because even when i speak to him he can't answer me i speak to him and i pray for him but he can only hear me pray he can't even respond ugadwa isalukazisa kubo esingunina and he is being looked after by his old mother khulume nonina unina thathu telephone albeke endlebeni albambe endlebeni ngoba akakwazi kuyibambela ingalo zakhe zingamaplangwe now when i speak to his mother then she takes the telephone and puts it by his ear because he can't hold his uh, hold the phone to his ear his hands are like two sticks out like that khulume kaningane ngala masonto naye 
in, the, in these weeks I've often spoken to him and prayed for him. He was brought up by Christian parents. And when he got a bit bigger, they said that he should surrender his life to the Lord. But when he became a young man, he chose to go his own way. And then he bluffed his parents all the time. Why say? Now he saw a girl and he started to uh, follow after this girl. And then the parents told him, but boy, you're a Christian. And can't you see that this girl isn't a Christian? She's a bad girl. But how can you stop a boy when he's got this nonsense in his head? And they said to him, boy, this girl isn't, isn't the right one for you. You're a Christian, but she's a hypocrite. Look at it. She may say she's a Christian, but look at the way she dresses. Look at her hair. Look how she walks. Look, look how she paints herself. Don't fall into this trap and land in this hole. Look at the shoes that she wears to see how she goes. And this boy got angry. He pulled a long face and said, you are just against me. You also got married now. Why can't I get married? You just don't feel for me. You just don't care about me. The parents spoke to him till they couldn't speak anymore, till they got tired of it. And the boy got engaged to her. He got engaged to this girl. And got married to her. And when they were married, then they went away. And after that they came home and the boy walked with his new bride in the car and then they had a car accident. The girl didn't get hurt and the boy got hurt. And when he was in the hospital they say that he broke his neck and the doctors told him that from his neck down he will be completely paralyzed without any feeling he won't even be able to move his own head and then a girl came 
and went home and came back to the next day and went to the hospital and she called her husband and, and she said to him, I don't think I could live with one that's paralyzed. And she said, goodbye, I'm divorcing you, I'm off. 27 years into now for 27 years he's lying he can't even move his head he just looks straight up and the Lord said you don't want to listen to your parents I will tie you down the parents went and took, uh, took him back home what can we say because of the heart of a parent now the parents went and they fetched him and they became the slaves of this man they've got to feed him they've got to clean him they've got to dress him day and night and uh, uh, I say to you young children you young boys and girls if you don't honor your parents not only will your sin find you out but God will meet you at the other end now if you've repented then you want to honor your parents and if you have um, uh, done anything wrong put that right and not do your own thing and then when he dies you come and put a big coffin out for them and many flowers on them and make maybe a feast for them to bring their spirit back that doesn't help and in fact if they could see you they would chase you off what is he says to us that have repented, that have given ourselves to the Lord, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. There are few who find it. Usisi, 
abanye bembizo uthi usiso mkhulu umsisi litya walayikhaya wafa uNkulunkulu wambulela imve indlela eumcingo njengojohn bernian uhambo lomhambi one of our co-workers is Lydia uh, died and the Lord showed her that narrow way as he also showed to John Bunyan in Pilgrim's Progress. Who among you knows the story of Pilgrim's Progress? Buy it and read that book. In the whole world, the, the second most popular book after the Bible is John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. John Bunyan was selling John Bunyan sat for 14 years in prison and in that prison, because of the gospel, in that prison he lived for the Lord and he didn't cut his cross any shorter, but there he lived for God and God revealed him to him many, many wonderful things. And God says, enter into the narrow gate. Why is the way that goes to destruction? And only a very few find the way to life. There are many people that believe. And among all these many that believe, there are only a few that find that narrow way. Many people die having been a Christian all their life and they haven't even found that narrow way. A small gate you can so easily walk past without even having noticed that there is a gate. And in, this and in this narrow gate you can't go in just anyhow. You can't even go in with your load. You've got to put everything down. There's only room enough for you yourself to go in. And Sis Lydia told us in her vision that she saw that, she said that gate is terribly narrow. You've got to force yourself in. You've got to... If somebody is big in himself and says, I am better than others, I can do things better than others. You have got no hope to even get into that gate. If you want to enter into that uh, gate, you've got to be broken again and again till yourself the, uh, is come to a complete end. What lapo is Wabonge, 
Ia donza. Ongai miseli ngenzi zio yonke gege akupu. And then when she had gone through that gate, she found a steep hill in front of her. And she said, you know, the road is so steep. Unless you want to go that way with all your heart, you'll never make it. And you've got to climb that hill and you've got to climb it right to the top and go over the top before you can get to the Holy of Holies of the Lord. You can't take your friend along when you go through that gate. You can't take anybody along. You go in by yourself just like that. Everyone has got to go in all by himself. You can't take your mother along. You can't take your father along. You can't take your friend along. And when I was young, I had a good friend. And when the Lord called me, I said, Lord, won't you please also call, call him that we can be two in this. And up to this day, he still hasn't repented. Our ways parted on that day. We were like a hand and a glove together. We were like twins. But on that day when I chose the Lord Jesus Christ, that's when our ways parted. When you surrender to the Lord and go through with the Lord and your best friend forsakes you, know that that man isn't your friend, he's your enemy. Don't waste a tear because of him or because of her. She's worth nothing. All she's worth is to be the devil's property. Leave those friends that don't want to go with you. They're just your enemies. And you will find some real friends the other side of the gate. Now I went into that gate and my friend stayed behind. But even today still he's like a Christian and he's going on with his normal Christian life but it's in a wide open way. And I said, Lord, thank you for uh, tearing me apart from this man because this man would have been just like a thorn in my flesh. Now on the narrow path, you can't walk with your legs wide apart. You've got to put one foot after the other one, as though you're walking on a tightrope. 
You can't walk on this way with somebody else. You've got to walk this way with the Lord. All the time crying to him. You can't follow the crowd. You can't follow your friends. You can look, just look up to the Lord to help you. Now, says Lydia told us that she saw an amazing thing. She says there were three women that were saying that they were going on this road to heaven. They had white clothes on. And then somebody came down from heaven and met them and said, Now, where are you going? And they said, don't you see that we are on our way to heaven? What in Nina? And, she, and this person said, are you on the way to heaven? And looked intently at them and at their clothes. And said nothing. And just looking at them and looking intently at their clothes, they realized that something was wrong and they turned back and went back. And you know what made them to turn back? They suddenly saw all this, the dirty spots on their clothes. Now you know before the time of the washing machines how one used to wash. Some people went to the river and washed on the rocks. Some on a plank and you'd put soap on the clothes and water and then you'd really have to scrub those clothes with your hands. And then you would put it into clean water and there you would rinse it and rinse it to get all the dirt and all the soap out of it. Now these people, when they had washed their clothes, they didn't rinse and wring it out properly to get all the dirt out. Now if you haven't got all the soap out and you haven't rinsed it and wrung it out properly, that very soap that you washed it with, when you start ironing it, it turns yellow and spoils the clothes. <laughs> So 
So when they washed their clothes, they didn't clean them properly. They didn't wring out everything. And then that, that turned to be uh, uh, marks on their clothes. And when the Lord said to them, and, uh, and they saw, and they, they couldn't go in because of these marks. Some people don't make a success of their Christian life because they do a half a job. They don't cleanse their clothes properly. John saw the great multitude before the throne of God in white clothes and he has said who are these and he was told these are those that have come out of great tribulation but they have washed their clothes they have made them white in the blood of the lamb yes yes Vajji Alright. About the three women that had washed their clothes and that wanted to go on the way to heaven, but when they washed their clothes they didn't do a thorough job and that uh, it, it turned out to be marks on their clothes. The, the afterwards, a young, she saw a young man on this road. That I'm saved. I'm born again. And he said, I'm saved. I'm born again. Yes, I'm going to heaven. And when he wanted to carry on, suddenly he couldn't anymore. Because the next day when they came, they found him exactly the same spot where he was yesterday. He doesn't carry on going forward. Some people get angry. And next Christmas you will find that they still get angry. Some people have unclean thoughts. And next Christmas they still have unclean thoughts. It's like in a hole. They don't make any progress. One can't see any progress at all. And then another one came. And he said, young man, just look at your ankles. How? And around his ankle was a rope. He was tied up like a goat on a pole. And he was asked, do you see where this rope that's bound your leg is going? And this rope went on and on kilometers over one hill over the next valley. And then he wanted to see where that rope really ends.
And beyond that hill, when one could see where it went there, it was tied around somebody else's ankle. And he was told that he will never be able to enter heaven because he's tied up like a goat on a pole. Because this rope has tied you to that person on the other side. And he was reminded and said, do you remember before you met the Lord? That man was your friend. And you used to go out stealing together with him. You encouraged one another in the wrong things that you did. You used to break in together with this man. And you used to... And you used to do all the things together with that one. Now, when you came to the Lord, you didn't break off that rope that was between you and him. You are still tied to him. Now that person believes that you still do exactly the same things that you used to do together with him. Finish. Now they did things together and this man got saved, but he never went back to that friend to tell him, look, we used to talk about other people, that's the end, all that we did together, I'm not going to do anymore, that's over and past, the Lord has come into my life. The times are bad now. Today you find people that are turning the natural things upside down. You find a girl in love with a girl, a boy in love with a girl, homosexuality and lesbianism is rife. It's like Sodom and Gomorrah was. And we expect any time the Lord to come down with his fire of judgment that he will destroy this world like he did Sodom and Gomorrah because of their sin. Because of, and yet the fire has already come. Do you know what fire? The fire of AIDS. You know that more people are dying today with the fire of AIDS than died in that time in Sodom and Gomorrah. Yesterday I spoke to a man that comes from Uganda. And I asked him, what is it like in your country? And he said that people are dying like flies.
He says, you just hear that so-and-so is dead, so-and-so is no more, so-and-so is dead as well, and it is just going and people won't listen. So well then, go on and do some more. Hurry up, hurry up the fire that will burn you. Now, but you that came here and you made a, a vow to the Lord, now go back, think of the friends that you have. You will never prosper without going back to them and uh, phoning them or writing to them and telling them, you remember the things we did together. You remember that and that incident. It's finished now. Now you go back to school and you remember the girls that you have written letters to. You know what you wrote. Go and make that right because otherwise the Lord will one day read those letters and we find many that have failed. They're like dead bones in our way because they said that they will follow the Lord, but they didn't cut off properly with the past. Break all the knots that have tied you to the world, to your friends, to all past sin. Because these, these very strings, that they will stop you from heaven and going to and will make you go now, even after the service, do this work. Get things in order. Don't just run for food. Think a little bit of your inner man, your, your spirit and your soul, and work that he may live. Now, you see, if a person really wants to make a success of his Christian life, this is the way that you need to go. And uh, says Lydia got to another forest into which she oh went. My when it was very dark in that forest. Many people were in this forest. Some had their television. Some had their wirelesses. Some had their guitars. Some had all their different gadgets. Some danced and jumped in, in, for, to rock and pop music. Everyone had it wide open in the volume that he should drown all other noise. <laughs> Now, 
waisetao nkulunkulu msizwe ngente yotwa noma utai waza sio tola ati nkulunkulu msize watati minwe waifaka la enzebeni ugubangeswa ugutibati Everyone was calling everybody to himself, said, come, come with me, come and enjoy it, come, let's dance, come, let's go party, come, let's do this and that. And eventually she just put her fingers in her ears and said, this is all that will help me that I can't hear what's going on. She was safe by just putting her fingers in her ears that she couldn't hear these temptations. And she said, Lord, just help me, let me just concentrate on you, not to listen to all these things. And when she really pressed on, then she suddenly saw it getting light the other side. And when she got to the light, the Lord was waiting for her. And even when she was through, the, uh, she had to go on a very narrow road with a precipice this side, a precipice that side. Had to be very careful, crying to the Lord, because if you stepped on a stone on the right, it would roll and throw you right into the fiery. And then three young men suddenly appeared, and they whistled for her and calling her to themselves. You know that if the boys whistle for you, you are just like a dog. And when she saw these boys, she just cried out to the Lord and said, Lord, help me that I go on the straight and narrow path that you set before me. And then she started running and they ran after her, chasing her at great speed. And then suddenly right in front of her, on this narrow road, there was a chicken with a, a hen with lots of beautiful newly hatched little chickens for which she could really feel sorry. And the whole road was Nowhere where she could put her foot. And she said, Lord, just give me grace that I run, even if I've got to tramp on these beautiful little chickens and kill them, it's better that they die than that these boys catch up to me. And 
And she ran and she just trampled on these chickens uh, just like a tractor would bulldoze through everything because she was running to avoid these boys. And then suddenly she realized that she had a good faithful dog with her and she set her dog on them and the dog chased them away. That is the word of God that we can use. When people tempt you, answer them with a verse out of the Bible. Knock them on the head with that. And even the Lord Jesus, he was tempted by the devil. And he answered them with verses out of the Bible. He knocked them on the head and chased them away. And then these boys had to turn back and she was saved from him. Many girls today are nothing, they're just like this. Many girls have lost everything today. They've lost all the inheritance which God had for them. They live like people that sell themselves. Some have lost their homes, have lost their family, and they like the prodigal son at the pigs. They have children that have all different surnames, children that haven't got fathers. And the children have to ask their mother, why am I, have I got this surname? Why has my brother got that surname and my sister got another surname? Because they've got... There are many wicked things in this earth, things that are not right. Now these children will never honor you and maybe one day they will kill you. Because they will be just like you are. And they will be like their fathers. They just bring about these children in the bush. People of lies, people of... Uh, uh, hypocrisy. People that just wipe their uh, AIDS on you. Because 
One day in her vision she said to me that now it's like I'm at the end now. And she said, look at this wall. It would be easier to climb this wall than to go the way that I've got to go now. And I thought uh, she must be having hallucinations. She must be dying. And I said, you can't climb a wall like this. And I went out of the room. And there was somebody, a white man came to visit me. And wanted to talk to me. And I asked him what he wanted. And then he spoke. He was he went off his head by the devil's working. He was a child of the Lord, so he said. But he came to me like the, an angel of the devil. And I thought, hey, the devil has come to see me today. Some children of God are tools in the hands of the devil. And I came. And when he spoke and spoke, and then I just cried to the Lord for an answer, then I realized that it will be easier to climb that wall than to get out of this talk into which he's pushing me now. And now when he had spoken and spoken many, many things and many, many words, I cried to the Lord and suddenly the Lord gave me an answer. And I said this one word. And he fell down like Goliath did. And I cut off his head. And right up to this day, that whole matter is finished, it's ended. I can't not his physical head I cut off, but I cut off the head of the satanic thing. He's never come back again and challenged me with all his nonsense again. He fell over like Goliath did. And then I found myself right on top and I cried out to the Lord, said, Lord, indeed, it is your hands that have taken me and put me right on top. 
And when I looked at the trees, they appeared much greener than ever before. And the grass looked greener than ever before. And then I saw the flowers and they appeared much better than before. And I said, is there something like that? Because now suddenly I saw everything in the glory of the Lord. And I fell down on my knees and I thanked the Lord and I said, Lord, your, your way is very, very narrow. But it brings us into the glory and the, uh, the beauty of the Lord. The time has left us behind. Let us pray. We have heard, Lord, that if we have been born again in the Lord, that we've got to grow and pro progress and carry on in the grace of the Lord. And that we carry on with all our might on the, in the way of the faith. And now we can understand why so many people fail on the way and they lie like dead people strewn all over the way of the faith. Why that is? But you haven't called us that we should die in hell but you, have want, you want us to be in your glory. And you want us to be successful that's why you reveal to us all these mysteries. And work in each one's heart that we will not be fools. And that we will be successful in this way. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. I think it's very clear. Without wasting time. Those that are going to lead the singing come to the front. And then we'll ask them to sing, and then we leave the older people out first. Uh,